0: So for those who been beginning up the days with the world of One Piece, we left off where Cobra was speaking to both Chaka and Pell about the day for Vivi. So for this chapter of One Piece currently today, we're going to be discussing not only what is currently happening regarding to an ancestor of Alabasta, but of what has currently happened regarding to the mission with Sabo, but also about a very ta- in detail about about someone that is going to be shocking in this chapter. This is much more in this episode of the Nerdfix today. Hey guys this is Jay from the Nerdfix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode we're going to be talking about the latest chapter for One Piece, chapter 184, titled the attempted murder of a celestial dragon. So for those of you who are fans of One Piece, Sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. But for those of you who haven't read the latest chapter, I suggest waiting until it is officially released on May 22nd, 2023, which is tomorrow. And for those who have read the latest chapter, let's continue on ahead. So begin starting the chapter. we start with a color spread of the female characters of One Piece. So we have Robin, Nami, Perona, Kara, Vivi, and many others that I wouldn't have the time to be able to list otherwise. But with that said, then, let's continue with the chapter review. The chapter begins with Sabo defeating several guards in the Nipengia Castle. The jewelry upon me appearing before and much to his surprise, and tells him that there are but they're after they the same thing and should work together. With, with seeing this, Sabo accepts, revealing he heard that Puma had a daughter, and he gets. And once he gets the keys to the slave's collars, Bonnie tells him that that she's been keeping tabs on the Revolutionary Army's exploits, and knows they are trustworthy to care for her father's body. And Sabo hands the keys to Karasu's six pros, and tells him. And to tell Mori to get Kuma and the other slaves to the headquarters as quickly as possible. And with this, Arisu, who attempts accepts the keys and tells Sabu to be, be careful as he leaves. Sabu then asks Bonnie what she will do next, and tells and she tells him that she will journey to Eggen Island to see if Dr. Vegapunk will undo his altercations to Kuma's mind, which is where she is currently at at this time. And with where the, the series is currently at at this time, she did get to experience the, the bubble where she got to see all of, some of Kuma's memories, which it was really painful for her to see, but really curious to see when we're going to be heading back to Ecken Island to see what Bonnie is and the straw hats are gonna be going up against later on. Then before she can even explain what Bugapunka is unable to do, Sabo sent Salvo notices the guards and two of them from hiding from from them. And they comment that they are short staffed, and one of them says it's because the guards saw the Phantom Room, which captures Sabo's attention. And at the and as the two exit the castle, Saba wishes Bonnie uh, all the best of luck, and tells she tells him to look after her, fa- her father-burger. Then, we pan over to where the five elders ask the king, king Cobra what he wants to speak about. Then, Cobra explains he knows the world government was found 800 years ago, when the twenty monarchs came together, along with their families, live, to live as one clan, the world nobles and rule over world and additionally at first they treated each other equally and installed an empty throne to ensure no dictator arise from them placing weapons before the throne to symbolize the fountain never sitting on it and when looking at the throne that is where you move is I can't help but to notice that one of the swords that is located just surrounding the throne almost looks similar to that of Shanks' sword, Gryphon. And I may probably think that I'm thinking a little bit too ahead of this, but I just can't help but to point out the obvious that it kind of looks similar to it. But I could be wrong, but we'll be waiting to see what will happen next when going further down the line of who the Holy Knights are when they are revealed. However, going forward, the new royal families are hand-picked to rule the nation's founders and could not watch o- over anymore, and ensure a smooth transition, and the re- re- references to previous monarchs are from their home country. He then also adds the sole exception was the monarch of his own ha- kingdom, which was Queen Nevatari Lily, who chose to remain ruling her people in out while they are only only nineteen weapons at the feet of the empty throne, and the elders also confirmed this, asking what was the whole point of it and with this, he even goes continuing staying through all the accounts chronicling the period out of the voice entry, and with ground and when putting the pieces together. Lily's name has never been mentioned, not even once, and he believes Queen Lily never made it back home, and the ruler ended up being her younger brother, and he asked if they knew what exactly happened to her, but then St. Saturn says that because it was long ago, the details of what exactly happened to her are lost, and are lost to the history, and Hilbert asked Five Elders the big question, and this was a question that not only is one of the biggest mysteries of One Piece, but this is something that I think would probably be something that would be earth-shaking at least, which is, what is the secret of the letter D mean? And when one asks why, he reveals the short letter was passed down from generation to generation by Lily. And now I'm beginning to grow curious about what this letter actually means. Because if Lily were to know a little bit about what the secret behind the D is, which is those, because the will of D for characters such as Luffy, Law, Ace, garb, dragon, and many others I wouldn't have the time to name. There's gonna be a bigger meaning of what the of what that letter actually symbolizes when looking forward. Then we head over to the outside public courtyard, where Saint Charles, if you remember that that guy, you know from back in South Odi Archipelago who tried to take away the woman woman Mermaid who sadly I can't remember her name but I remember who she was but sadly I'm not really good at remembering some people's names but he tries to make a move on Shirahoshi having Kuma tied her up and tying her up in chains and, he, and with this Charlo starts to dance with glee over the idea of riding everywhere unharming his new possession being Shirahoshi, if she defies him. And she begins to beg for someone to save her, but the bystanders are too scared to interfere and run away pretending they didn't hear a thing. Which is something that is common, that if you were to even dare go up against someone like a world noble, the repercussions are either you get beaten up or, worst penalty, you're dead. So no one is going to go up against a, a world noble, who would? Except if you're someone like Luffy who did punch the shit out of him, then yeah Then that's another story However, her brother Fukaboshi begins rushes in to save her, apologizing to for, for for looking away earlier and allow and allow Carlos to seize her and then his brother her, his brothers Ryaboshi and Manboshi join them as well. And Charlie simply tells Huma to blast them, proclaiming he can buy anyone's silence with money, since he's considered fishmen and merfolk says only fish. And we even see the panel where Huma uses his attack to blast them, to try to blast them away, as he tries to take Shirohoshi. Then, we see Rebecca and Leo Noticing Shirohoshi being a, being attacked, and Sai asks St. Don Fubinko Muscardi if, he, if they can hear Charles. To which they said that they can, and he will take responsibility for this. And Muscard tells Fugaboshi to restrain himself, and with him being of royal blood. But Leo and Sai, with them being two pirates, think it is easier for them to escape, since they are not bound to no country. Charles tries to blast Muscard for hitting him earlier, but this is when Leo and Sai attack him simultaneously, flattening him with their attacks. And that panel of him, where he looks flattened, I can't help but to just giggle and laugh because he actually does not deserve it. And this does help with with helping her escape and being able to break her out. And with this. The people will start to panic over the possibility that he is dead. Well, Morley subdues Kuma, begging, begging that they go home together. And Kuroso arrives with the keys. And Morley says that they shall all, they shall all leave. Then we pan over to the throne room, where I, Imu or I'm appears before the five elders, who are surprised that Skoba is still present, sitting down in the throne room, and is horrified as I am says Lily's name, which is where the chapter ends. Now I'm really curious to see of what they know about Lily, and if they have any clues about who exactly this person is, because in chapter 1085, hopefully we might get some clues about who I am or Emu actually truly is. And if the face reveal is actually revealed for them it's going to be absolutely insane. And I cannot wait to see this happen. Because with this actually coming to fruition of what is to come for chapter 1085 it's actually going to be thrilling. So, what were your thoughts on this chapter for One Piece? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? Let me know in the questionnaire I'll be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode. And let me know what you guys think. I'll also be posting a poll at the end of the episode as well. And let me know which your thoughts are on the chapter as well. For those of you who stuck around towards the entirety of the episode, thank you for listening. As always, whether you believe in the term that or not, keep living what makes you you and stay awesome. Thank you for stopping by. I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later Black Hole Sun, won't you come? Wash